It's one thing to trust God when the way forward seems obvious. It's way more complicated when the way forward is unclear and filled with questions. Today's passage on Daily Red shows us how complicated trying to participate in God's work in the world can be. Paul and his companions are on their way through the province where they had previously planted churches, announcing the decision from Jerusalem that Gentiles do not need to be circumcised to belong to the family of God. And during that time, they meet Timothy, whose mother is Jewish and his father is Greek. This makes him a Jew by birth, but uncircumcised by his Greek father. Paul wants Timothy to join him in their ministry and circumcises Timothy. Now hold on. Didn't we just decide that circumcision wasn't needed? That's right. It's not. Not to be included in God's family. But the work they're called to required them to go to the synagogues first, which means they need to be ritually acceptable to get in the door. Paul's not contradicting himself. Rather, he and his companions are committed to doing everything they can to not create unnecessary obstacles for the message that they're delivering. If this isn't complicated enough, they've been kept by the Spirit from preaching in Asia, which is basically everything on the left between them and the sea. And as they travel, the Spirit continues to block them so they basically can't go right or left. They end up in Troas, which is a coastal city, just waiting. Now this isn't just a day's worth of travel, it's like 200 miles, walking, three weeks, sandals, dangerous roads, new companions, then a dream. Sometimes we experience being left with nowhere else to go, feeling blocked by God. But sometimes it's because we lack the imagination of where God could call us. Paul sees a vision, and even though it's a call to a place way outside of the box for a Pharisee turned missionary from Tarsus, he still can't quite imagine what he actually finds there. You can click the link in our show notes, open your Bibles, or listen along to Acts chapter 16 verses 1 through 15 from the New International Version. Paul came to Derbe and then to Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but whose father was a Greek. The believers at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in that area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. 
When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. From Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samothrace, and the next day we went on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony and the leading city of that district of Macedonia, and we stayed there several days. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river, where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Thyatira named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. As you listen to the passage again, pay attention to which part strikes you the most. Paul came to Derby, and then to Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but whose father was a Greek. The believers at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in that area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. 
During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. From Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samothrace. And the next day, we went on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony and the leading city of that district of Macedonia. And we stayed there several days. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river, where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from the city of Thyatira named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house and she persuaded us. This is the word of the Lord. What stood out to you in today's passage? Paul has Timothy circumcised in order to not create barriers to the good news among the Jews they're preaching to. It's clear from the last chapter that Paul doesn't think this is necessary, but he and Timothy do what it takes to appeal to the people they're called to. Are there ways that you need to limit yourself or change your behavior to appeal to people God's called you to serve? Paul and his companions find Lydia when they go to Macedonia, not a man waving his arms. For 200 miles, they couldn't imagine that God would call them to Macedonia. But even in the call, they could never have imagined finding a woman. Yet they enter in and follow Jesus. How might the Spirit be stretching your imagination when it comes to where and whom He might be calling you to serve?
Holy Spirit, help us to have your imagination and to do whatever it takes to follow you and to proclaim the good news, the Lord Jesus. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Daily Red. Listen, we love to serve college students. And one thing that we are excited to invite everybody to is to pray for and on college campuses near them. You can go to everycampus.com, find a campus near you, download a prayer guide, and either do a virtual or an in-person prayer walk on that campus. Check it out. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Thanks so much to Kim Coy for reading today's passage. I'm your host, Clayton. Thanks so much for listening.